up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, my name is Derek and I'm one of the members of the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney on the platform. Make sure you subscribe so you can never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in my girl Kate. Kate, how you doing this evening? I'm so good, Derek. I'm so good. Merry after Christmas. The weird yeah. transition time in between Christmas and New Year's is always weird. Is this technically the fourth day of Christmas? I think maybe. Yes. I think it starts on Christmas. Uh, sure. Let's go no. with that. No, 25, 26, 27, 28. This is the fourth day of Christmas, so, so, despite what Pete is saying. So let's go and bring in Pete. So I, this is the, I think this is the fourth day because it's only I thought 28. Christmas Eve counted, but maybe you're right. Think, so then no, are we talking about the 12 days of Christmas? Yes, and yes. because it's until Epiphany, I believe. January 6th oh. is Epiphany, yes. Yeah. And happy Boxing Day, all. Happy we'll Boxing Day! A couple days over. So, a couple days ago. So for that, you know, you need to make sure you watch Rocky and Rocky 2 and Creed and Raging Bull. Uh, oh, wrong boxing. Here, I got a box. Yeah. No, it's this type, this type <laughs> of box. Yeah. <laughs> and we have tonight with us Rebecca. Rebecca? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. My sister. It's been wonderful. My, I'm a new woman. I'm a certified teacher. I'm a fiance. Graduate. Graduate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. I know. Double congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Still hanging out with us. Amazing. Yeah. It was a yeah, busy, busy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and unfortunately, Sam can't be with us this week, but we've got a great group and we're going to be talking about some fun stuff. As always, we start with Disney Plus News. Kate, what you got this week? I have so much on the Disney Plus News. Sorry, I just used up all my wrapping paper. So now I have this really cool wrapping paper tube. Anyway, (laughs) on the Disney Plus News. We have the previously announced series based on Oswald the Lucky Rabbit has been confirmed as canceled. Hopefully we will see this pre-Mickey creation later on down the line. Um, second of all, a spin-off series of the live action Aladdin called Prince Anders. Is that right, Brian? Derek? Why am I saying Brian? Brian? Derek? Derek? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Samantha? Where's yeah. Samantha? Sorry. Yeah. Prince, um, Anders, yeah. Prince Anders is still in development. Did anyone catch that Olaf joke? Samantha? Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, it will include the original cast and we'll discuss the background of Prince Anders, one of Jasmine's suitors, as well as the origins of the genie. I've never heard of Prince Anders. He's in the live action movie. He's in the live action. Oh, that's like a little tiny part. And I don't know why they thought this, but whatever. Got it. Okay. Um, And third, final, but not least, 
It's fine. Uh, the animated short Far From the Tree debuted this week about a young raccoon who was learning his way in the world. And as somebody who Miko is one of her favorite Disney characters, I'm really excited for this short. Back to you. Yeah. Going to be a lot of fun. And we've got Vicky with us tonight. So hello, Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Yeah. Okay, guys, this week we wrapped up Hawkeye on the 23rd. And so, Rebecca, I'm going to start with you and say, was it a satisfying finale? Yes and no. For me, the big, big no, which I know we'll talk about later, is that Kingpin is dead, or so we think. To our knowledge, he's died. Um, he was like shadowed and forecasted as like this big, big, big bad. And even in the comics and in Daredevil, he's like this nuanced character is like being just the biggest bad. Like he doesn't really do a lot with like Avengers stuff, but this, you know, illegal street crime ring that he is in charge of, you know, terrorizes the city. And then he just dies in like the first episode that we actually see him in. So that was really, really unsatisfying for me. Um, I would say everything else wrapped up, came to an end. I loved how they, Jack's character turned into, you know, this funny one. Like I was laughing with him sword fighting and the LARPers and all of those things. I thought that was awesome. Um, I like that the mom was arrested. I think that, you know, this whole storyline of, her preaching to Kate about needing to take responsibility and ownership and that she never does that. Well, now she has to take ownership for the things that she has done. So that was kind of satisfying. Um, and then Clint made it home and he was able to see his family. I love this, the, the little thing at the end with the watch. That was awesome. You know, kind of like solidified, uh, you know, her being a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and being an agent. That was really cool. Kind of explains how she knew all this information and had these connections, but she cared so much about the watch because it belonged to her and stuff. It was really, really fun. So to me, half satisfying, half went went because of what they did to the big bad of this series. So Derek... And we will talk about what we think is going on with Kingpin later. So um, for me, I would say mostly satisfying. Um, I liked the fact that it didn't really add that much that was new in this episode. And it wrapped up most of the plot lines. The fight scene with all the arrows flying around was just a little bit much, but it worked. Uh, There wasn't really an ending that I didn't feel like it didn't work. Um, the maybe with Yelena, mainly because there was no I forgive you statement that was made, but the 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 implication is there that she finally she did believe finally Clint. Um, I also think there was a spot for deeper reflection from Kate and Clint that they missed. What was the body count on this episode? Huge, huge. And there was no acknowledgement of that, that Hawkeye is one of the only Avengers that kills people with, you know, will go kill people without much regret. And now Kate's doing it, too. There there were some things to work. And as much as Marvel likes an angst filled hero. That could have been played up a little bit more. But for the most part, I thought it worked. Kate, 
Um, so hashtag confused Kate was still confused. Um, I don't think Kingpin is dead dead because we didn't see we didn't see a body. And honestly, even in Marvel, you see a body and that doesn't mean anything. So um, I think Kingpin, especially since they are bringing they've confirmed that they're bringing Daredevil into the MCU, the the Disney MCU. Anyway, no. um, so I don't think he so because they literally <laughs> Ryan, he's on no, the moon. Yeah. Ryan, everybody's on the moon. Let's go. Um, but it, it when because it, I was like, oh no, Kingpin's gonna die. Like, oh dang. And I remember I was sitting like this, and but then they didn't show the sh- they didn't show him being shot. And I was like, okay, well, he's clearly not dead. Because that's the that's a typical like you heard the shots, but do you know who they actually shot? No, you don't. Um, you know, I I unfortunately went into this having seen um, people posting on social media being like, "Yo, Hawkeye episode six, everything I could have asked for. It was so good." So I went in with really hot, unexpectedly high expectations. And I watched this on the airplane going from Missouri um, back to Orlando. And when it ended, I was like, that's it. Like, I mean, that's good. I'm glad he made it home for Christmas. I love how they're setting up Kate. I am a, have a girl crush on Yelena. Like, I'm here for all of it. Um, and the post credit scene was everything my little heart could have asked for, but I was just kind of like, kind of like Rebecca, what you said, like Kingpin's dead, like that, that's it. So it left a little something to be desired for me. I'm not sure what I wanted, but eh, Pete, what about you? I, I just don't see them bringing in kingpin for one episode and killing him off so Mm -hmm. i don't see that that's really what happened i guess in the comic books echo shoots him in the comic books as well and he's blinded and but then he eventually gets gets his sight back so i don't know i'm sure we're gonna see him again i'll say that that's all i'll say about that right now i was pleasantly su- surprised by this finale um I- i've enjoyed the series as a whole it's not um i don't know it's 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 probably tied with falcon and winter soldier for me for third i don't know which i would like better i like some of the stuff in falcon and soldier that they talked about um various um you know politics and race relations and things like that. This was much more lighthearted. So I think if you like lighthearted, this would probably rank higher. Um, But I was very impressed with how in the last episode, they kind of wrapped up all the character arcs that they had set up in the series. Because like at the end of episode four, it's like, oh my God, there's so many characters and how are they going to come bring this to a decent conclusion? I mean, Marvel never brings anything to a conclusion, right? There's always a to, to be continued. But I thought they they wrapped up the Elena story, they wrapped up the mom story, they wrapped they got Clint home for Christmas, they uh, you know satisfactorily uh, summed up Elena, uh, Elena's 
you know, relationship with Clint and pr- pretty well, you know, that, uh, um, uh, you know, that, that, that they were able to like come, you know, she didn't kill him basically. Um, so, and as, as you said, the Jack and the LARPers, so kind of everybody got their moment in that last episode. Um, I don't know how high the body count count was. Cause I felt like a lot of times they were just like knocking out people as opposed to killing them, but there were definitely some people that were killed for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I, I, uh, I, I really enjoyed the final episode. Um, not my favorite series, but I, I thought it was, uh, you know, a really good story. My biggest issue was really how little pizza dog factored into the last episode. Agreed. <laughs> So I guess for me, the reason that it like, I know Kinkin's not dead. I'm not like naive about that. I know that he's alive. Of course. But I'm going to really, really, really disagree with Kate here. That end credit scene as charming as it was, was so completely uncalled. I did not need to watch that at all. I don't think it was like, if you're going to tell me that that's the way Kingpin died like at least it should like that i feel the end credit scene should have included him being shot in the face but not dying or like just showing some type of movement from him to so that we know dang he's still out there he's not because and every other end credit scene that we've seen it's like change the course of how yeah. the Marvel universe Agreed. has gone. And this one was literally just a song that they are pushing. Like it was pushed in Spider-Man. It's being pushed in this episode. I don't, to me that the end credit scene was just uncalled for. It's in Spider-Man? Like, uh, not in the new one, but in, is it Far From Home or Homecoming? Whichever. Oh, okay. The, Continue. The one before this one, it was, okay. it was about it. So. Eric, you go. The um, end credit scene was I'm because I'm getting you talking about something about with that being where he's shot, but I thought the end credit scene was just the musical. It, I'm saying yeah. it was. It was. I'm musical. saying the end credit scene should have included no. something about him no. still being alive. A hundred percent. We thought he well, was shot. I will say though that the director didn't know they were going to throw that on the end credit scene. Okay. There was Hold not on. supposed to be an original one. Hold on, so. hold on, hold on. Rebecca, you and I are actually in 100% agreement. I don't think this was the correct placing for this end credit scene. I loved it because I'm a musical theater person and you are as well. And like how corny it is and the fact that Adam Pascal, who was original from Rent and Aida is in it. But they should have had this end credit scene at the end of the first episode when they showed the when they showed that scene in itself, it should not have been at the end of this episode. I agree with you 100% there because I actually went back. It's funny that you say this. I actually went back and was like, wait, hold on. Did I miss an end credit scene that like furthers the story? Like I went back and went back and looked and I hadn't. And so uh, I actually a hundred percent agree with you. I liked the send credit scene, but it was after the wrong episode. It should have been after when they showed that in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Or there should have been one that was actually related to the show. Yes. And then a second, a second one, one, which was the musical. Yes. Okay. Uh, Gina says she was disappointed a bit about the Kingpin so-called death. Also, also upset that Eleanor was not the big bad. Um, 
to me, no it worked. No one's going to be bigger than Kingpin, though. Yeah, no. Uh, Ryan says he felt half satisfied that at least he got home for Christmas. Um, and he asked, you know, does Hawkeye actually kill them or is he good enough shot to completely incapacitate them? The shots to the chest and the explosions are going to kill them. Yeah. So. Um, um, can I ask a confused Kate question? Sure. So when she got the and hashtag spoilers, obviously we know that this is a spoiler filled <laughs> podcast. Um, when she got the watch and she flipped it over and on the shield symbol, it said 19. Is that significant? Yes. She's agent 19. Okay. Because, okay. Cause so, I know in watching agents of shield, they're, they're like, Oh, agent so-and-so got agent 13 or whatever got brainwashed, but now they're back with us. So she, so that told me she is agent 19 from agents of shield. Correct. She, she's a shield agent, agent 19, agent 19 supposedly was mockingbird. Okay. At one point, who was a love interest of Clint's? Who was a lo- love interest of Clint's? Yeah. But okay. Mockingbird was also in, played by a different actress in Agents of Shield. So we don't know for sure oh, that she's Mockingbird, okay. but clearly so, yeah. they're clearly they're implying that. She, uh, let's put it this way: they're implying that she's an an a Shield agent, a former Shield agent that Clint okay. married. And but I don't know this. I, I wouldn't still know don't. This. From seeing the movies, you know this no. because you know Marvel canon. Well, I, I don't. I looked it up because mm-hmm. they, they showed the watch and it said 19. I'm like, what the heck does that mean? So I, I looked it up. But Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got um, it. Got it. <laughs> Ryan says the end scene needed Yelena sitting in the audience going, I waited five hours for this. Ryan, welcome to my Marvel life. <laughs> 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 um, and Vicky says in credit scenes have not been very satisfying lately. Totally agree. Um, and either they that should have been like released as a separate little extra instead yeah. of necessarily being an in credit and just kept no in credit scenes for the whole thing. Because to me, no in credit scenes actually worked. Because I know it was, I know Marvel's big on their in credit scenes, but it worked not having because here's my thing. At the end of WandaVision, at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, we got end credit scenes that spoke about future movies coming up that continued the storyline. At the end of Loki, we got a pronunciation or sorry, an announcing of a second season. So we knew there was continued story happening here. The only thing we've gotten is an ending to everything and nothing continuing the story. Like the, yeah, I, I agree because know? like they've an, already announced an Echo series, right? Mm-hmm. But and and we're gonna get into talking about Echo, but like, why not set that up? You know, I mean, if you I if you have did. if you, I think they did with her shooting Kingpin. I think that sets it up. Well, it does, but like you know, why don't why don't you, why don't they set up the actual se- series more? I don't yeah. know. I mean, where where's she gonna <laughs> go? Is she gonna be a good guy? Is she gonna be yeah. like, you know, I don't know. Um, I just and, yeah. And as Ryan says, d- really thinks this whole series doesn't have a true identity. D- don't know what to do with it. Hence the end credit scene. No, the identity of this was to plug all the upcoming series. <laughs> so, okay, we got. Now, what's next for the different characters? And what we're going to do is each of us is going to pick a character or a set of characters and figure out what we think is going to happen to that character next. Starting off with Pete, what's going to happen with Clinton, his wife, and his family? 
Um, I think I, I think either one of two things. I think either we are done with Clint completely in the MCU, uh, or it's one of those things where because I definitely think I don't, I don't want to be I don't want to be talking about Kate, but I definitely think we're going to see more of Kate, and maybe he plays a mentor role where he does a small cameo or something like that. But I think that, um, you know, I think that he's been trying to retire for like, you know, half the MCU now. And I, I kind of foresee that. I don't think we get a second season of this, of this series is what I'm saying. I think, I think, uh, Clint Barton is pretty much done. Um, I think, um, uh, the actor is, is done with the role. And so I think they, they kind of summed it up with him getting burning the Ronin suit and everything like that. So I think we're, I think we're done with Clint Barton and, you know, I'm, I'm glad he got a series, but I think, uh, there's not much more to that character. So I don't know. Okay. Um, Anyone else? Kate? Yeah. Uh, oh. so I am talking about Kate. Kate. Yeah. Kate's Kate. talking about Kate. Um, she is very clearly going to become Hawkeye. She's oh, yeah. going to be, she is the next generation of Hawkeye. Um, one of my favorite parts in this episode is when she was like, I'm going to be Lady Hawk. And he was like, don't, don't, no. don't, don't say that. Um, so uh, that's really all there is to say. She's going to be the next Hawkeye, the next generation. Um, I'm hoping, you know, I don't know if she's going to take that exact name. I know, like, Falcon became Captain America. Um, we'll see if she takes that name, but they are very she does. setting her up to become the next Hawkeye. Okay. Do you think she's becomes an Avenger? Young like Avengers. Actual on the team? <clears throat> Young Avengers. Well, whatever, but yeah. I, but yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Rebecca, what's the line to do? I've got two things. One about what what Pete said. One about what Kate said. Um, I think definitely Kate is going to take the Hawkeye name because as she was listing all of these extra names, he has said, hey, I have a good idea. And then like the scene ended. And so I think he's going to be like, why don't you just be Hawkeye? You know, so like that's him like transitioning. Um I don't think that Clint Barton will be completely out of the picture. He also said to her, we're partners in this. You know, I'm going to help you finish this. We're going to end this. So I do think it a mentorship definitely, but it, it may just be a lot of like text messages, cameos, phone calls, things like that. And not just like, plus now that we know that what is her name? Laura is a shield. Like she has to, there has to be some more added storyline for her as well. I think, but besides the point, Yelena, um, my girl crush, she, she's wonderful. Um, I think that she will be partners with Kate in my mind, they're going to work together. They kind of have a very sibling relationship, I think, like being sisters, like bickering and fighting, but they're able to like play and stuff. And they're like, wow, like their fight scene was really funny because she just smacked her across the face. Like Kate just smacked Elena. And she was like, what was that? He's like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, like it to me, it was funny. Like they were able to banter back and forth, kind of like siblings. Um, I don't think now that we know that Eleanor was in charge of um, 
hiring Yelena and now she's in jail. I think Yelena's kind of out there with no mission anymore. I know that she there was Val who reached out to her, but that was through Eleanor. So like it's I don't know. To me, Eleanor's business in this kind of seems halted. Um and I think they'll either fight against the Kingpin, who is obviously still alive, or rest of the track shoes, maybe Echo. I don't know, but something in me tells me that they're gonna have some type of sibling sister relationship moving forward and kind of working together um yeah kate what you got so rebecca because you are the marvel diehard expert on the platoon do you feel like because i know one part that i particularly liked was when and i don't remember who said it to who said stop making me like you or like stop kate said that to yelena yeah, and Yelena was like, I'm sorry, or something like that. Do you feel like that friendship is being forced or that that humor between the two of them was being forced? Or do you feel like that really, that that worked? Because I personally, in the scene where they were like, oh, like, oh, you don't want macaroni? I have macaroni. Hot sauce. Like, I... I loved that. To me, that was a breath of fresh air because I like Yelena so much. Um, how do you feel about their relationship? Like as a, as a diehard Marvel fan? To me, I, I don't feel like it was forced. We, we know that with her, when Yelena was in her apartment, it was more interrogation rather than conversation. She was trying to get information on Clint and his whereabouts and stuff, but she was just trying to make her more comfortable to talk to her. So that whole macaroni scene or whatever was Russian interrogation from her Black Widow days. But... um I think moving forward, they've kind of reached a, I mean, she obviously knows that she, she didn't kill Clint, but had the perfect opportunity to, I think that they've kind of reached an agreement of like, I know Derek, you even said this earlier. Um, there wasn't an, I forgive you. That was kind of said that you wanted. I don't really think that he needed forgiveness. He didn't kill her. Um, he didn't, need to ask for that or she didn't have to give that to him because she was misled. Yelena was completely misled on the situation and Clint showed his colors of no, like your sister was my soulmate, basically my friendship soulmate. And, and that relationship was kind of restored. Um, and so I think that Clint and Yelena and Kate moving forward are kind of this trio. And I do think Echo may, may pull into their two just a little bit, but I, I think their relationship between Yelena and Kate is more of a a friendship, but not a forced one, I don't think. Derek? No, I, I don't really have anything to add. Well, so. I know you're going to talk about another character here. Yeah, so. but Pete's next. Oh, yeah, you're right. What? Pete is next. I'm next. Yeah, Who am I talking next. about? You are talking about, about Echo. Echo. I'm talking about Echo. Yeah, well, I mean, she's the only character in this entire series that we know is coming back, right? I mean, it's clearly others are going to come back, but she actually has an announced show. And I find it interesting because her story in this kind of wrapped up. So um, I, it, it, it's an interesting character and I'm looking forward to more, but I'm, a, I'm kind of assuming she'll be like, I don't know, almost like a, a vigilante type role where she, I don't, I don't know. She's, 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 you know, clearly her whole, her whole life, she's been a criminal, right? And 
is she going to still be a criminal, but she's going to help people too? Is she, I don't, I don't imagine it's good. They're going to build a series straight around. Oh, she's going to be a bad guy and she's going to be killing people. You know, I think, um, I think they're going to find someone for her to help. So I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I got to throw Ryan's other hot take. I don't care about echo and don't want to know anything else about her again, Ryan. Welcome to my Marvel life. But um, yeah, I mean, the, well, but I think that's my point is like, yeah. they kind of wrapped up the character in a neat little ball in the series. And what more is there for it? So I think, I think, you know, of the characters, there's several characters I want to see more of Elena, probably for foremost among them, but we're going to get echo either way. <laughs> so yeah. I guess we'll now, find out. Okay, so. Pete. Star Wars has announced an acolyte series that's going to talk about the Sith. Mm-hmm. Does Echo stay on the bad side, on the dark, on the darker side of Marvel? Hmm. I don't think so. I don't think. Just- I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I think you know, it could, it could be a case of like with the Mandalorian, where he's a gun for hire. So maybe she's, you know, maybe she's not necessarily good per se, but. Um, like I don't expect her to become an Avenger or anything okay. like that, okay. but um, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. So my job is Kingpin. Okay. Let's get it first out of the way. Kingpin is not dead. He's 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 nobody thinks you know. I think he's we really all agree dead. on that. Yeah. yeah. Um. In the MCU, he's actually closer. This one anyway. He's actually closer to uh, like a super than a true human. Think about you know the the super strength he has being able to tear the car door off the arrow that didn't really do anything that stabbed him in the chest um in the comics the idea is that his muscles are so strong that they actually limit the penetration because in theory he weighs 200 and some pounds and has nine pounds of fat in this in the comics so um, he's been set up too much to be killed right away. I think he'll at least be back in the upcoming Echo series, along with whatever they do with Daredevil and whatever they do with Hawkeye. Um, I think Daredevil and Echo teaming up would be great because you got one they can't see and one they can't hear. <laughs> so two on point, maybe, but I mean, that's a possibility. Uh, Ryan does say that Marvel so far hasn't told any story about a villain as a standalone. I think she turns good. Yeah. I mean, that's very Marvel. Marvel doesn't like to focus a ton on the baddies. So I will say, though, no one has mentioned I called the stepdad to be being uh, helping them out in the finale in the first episode. <laughs> So you did, you did. Yeah. I mean, but I think, I think we were all like, we all thought Jack was not the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, and and, and in the end, I do think they like wrapped him up really nice to have him just kind of show up. He's like, what's going on? And then he starts hitting people with a sword. So, yeah. So, okay. I just, I just don't like the mom. Oh yeah. (laughs) I know that sounds so silly, but like, I resonate with with Kate being close to being close to her mom and just to like have her have that moment of like, how could you do this? And the mom's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Kate's like, 
It's the gaslighting. I hate that. Like that was a little bit not triggering for me, but like to have her be like, you're an idiot. I have literally and the mom's like, it's not what you think. Seriously, it's always what you think. think. It's always what you think that like I'm just that I wanted the mom to like, I don't know, not the worst. And that was very telegraphed at the beginning of the of the episode where he talks about, you know, sometimes you have to make decisions and hurt the ones you love and sacrifice people. And I mean, we knew it was coming at some point. Yeah, she she did kind of end up being a nothing. Yeah. Character at the end, because they didn't when they brought in Kingpin, they just kind of made her another lackey and. She she kept saying how she was forced to do it, but then she killed a bunch of people too. So Yeah. Um, okay. As we always do at the end of some of these series, we need a Pixie Dust rating out of five. Kate, for this season of Hawkeye, Pixie Dust rating. Three. Okay. Uh two and a half. Two and a half, three. I okay. don't know. Two point seven five? No, nope. not allowed. <laughs> Uh, we'll, just, we'll, we'll go heavy three. Okay. I'll give three. It, three. Okay. It, was, it was funny. It made me laugh. Yelena's the winner. Okay, Pete. Yeah, I'm. I would also give it a three. I enjoyed it. I don't think I would revisit it really. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I would rate it higher than a three. But um, it was it was fun. I didn't I didn't dislike that I was having to watch it, and I didn't you know i i found a lot of the action scenes to be fun as i said but i i'm not sure i would go back and watch it again i don't know it's um uh yeah middle of the road 3 right okay. so rebecca Oops, sorry keeping it keeping it level here definitely a 3 for me in terms of like order of like best we've got loki wandavision this one like by not a lot and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. So it's like I'm right with you. Loki was my favorite, and then WandaVision, yeah. and then this one and Falcon and Winter Soldier are very close. I might put this one a little higher only because it had more humor. You put I, Loki yeah. above WandaVision? Yes. Every day I gave week. it a five. Yeah. It was a perfect I gave, series. I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. it. At uh, some people's children. I mean, really. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, loud opinions. Yeah. Right. Even when they're wrong. The bottom uh, row is and the, trust the me, bottom row is the best row. Face it. <laughs> Derek, I don't think I've heard a thing you say right about Marvel um, yet. So I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> why we're attacking opinions um, here. To me, uh, it's two and a half. Again, it's which is about. Which is you know middle of the road to high end for me for a Marvel series. Um, to me, it's Wanda, this Falcon, Loki. Honestly, um, just because I mean, and Falcon and Loki are both like you might as well flip a coin, which is three, which is four. To me, it's, so. you know, it's just because he doesn't understand it. It's okay. Yeah, confused, Derek. He <laughs> confused. <laughs> no. Welcome to the tribe. <laughs> Confused Derek, confused Kate. Yeah, yeah I'll go with that. Um, Wait till you watch the new Spider-Man. Oh, God. <laughs> Which I don't have to do for over a year. I'm so happy. Um, Vicky says a three. Uh, Gina says started strong and let down two and a half. Um, 
Ryan says this one over Falcon and Winter Soldier because Yelena and Kate were so good. Uh, Vicky puts this third behind WandaVision and Loki. Um, Ryan hashtag confused top row. No, I'm not. We're not confused. We just know we didn't really like Loki. So, okay. This coming week, we have got the Book of Boba Fett coming up. And yes, Pete with his scientist joke shirt down there. (laughs) So, Kate. Yeah. What's going to make this series a success for you? So, Derek, you know how you feel about Marvel? Yeah. That's how I feel about this. I want, and listen, my boyfriend, we tried to get through Star Wars and Clone Wars got us, man. We Mm. can't get through Clone Wars. So we switched over to Marvel. So now we're watching the Marvel universe. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, Somebody said I needed to have watched the Mandalore. I mean, I watched the preview oh. and I was like, all right. And like, I appreciate Boba Fett and I, I I'm the wrong person to ask because I, okay. it's Star Wars. It's got wars with stars <laughs> and a really dope helmet. So we'll see. Pete. You go, Pete. Take over, Pete. You go. Hey, it's got it's got Mulan as a badass warrior. Come on, what, what can go wrong, right? Live action Mulan. Yeah, that can no, not, go wrong. not live action Mulan. That can go on. Animated but Mulan. That's animated also, Mulan. Oh, that she's is okay, also yeah. in the Marvel universe, and she's Melinda May. That's right. So, um, yeah, I I don't. I don't really think you need to watch the Mandalorian for this. I really don't Good. don't think so. Um, though I love the Mandalorian, it's probably my favorite thing on Disney Plus. But it was it was before this year, so it didn't didn't re- didn't make the nominations um, for the Toonies, which everybody should watch later this week. Um, Coming out Friday. That's right. Uh, but no, I'm looking forward to it. It's kind of, you know, it seems like a little like the Mandalorian and that it's like the seedy underside of the Star Wars universe with uh, Boba Fett taking over uh, Jabba the Hutt's um, uh, whatever Business, you want to call territory, it. Yeah, whatever. territory. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping it's going to be good. I, re- I mean, I really don't know. The Mandalorian, as I said, I think is probably the best star Wars thing since the original trilogy. Um, I would argue, I would argue the Mandalorian is. Um, so, you know, this is not exactly by the same people, but some of the same people. So, um, you know, we don't know a lot about Boba Fett anyways, right? He was, a, he's a bounty hunter. Uh, well, I guess his, his dad was the original clone. Uh, he's a, becomes a bounty hunter. Actually, now that I think about it, he's around a lot because he's also in Clone Wars. Never mind. Um, anyways, we'll see. I'm hoping it's as good as Mandalorian or close to it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we'll find out, though, because I'm probably the biggest Star Wars fan here, I think. Uh, if you don't count Gina. Yeah, pretty big who's Star in the, Wars yeah, Gina, Who? Sam? Uh, Sam is, I would, I would, I would say Gina is maybe a little more than me, but it's very close. Uh, Okay. (sighs) Okay. Rebecca. 
Um, I'm with Kate on this one. I don't do Star Wars. I've never done Star Wars. It's hard to get into it. Um, it, I did watch the Mandalorian and I did like the Mandalorian. Um, I was intrigued by, to me, cause to me, you didn't need to know anything else about Star Wars to understand the Mandalorian. And so that was easier for me to follow. And let's be honest, um, Grogu, Baby Yoda kept me hooked on Mandalorian. So I think I will need some type of, not necessarily a cute little squishy thing, but like just that type of humor or some type of thing that I can look forward to in every episode. Um, Cause there was not a scene in Mandalorian where he failed. And so I knew that at least for some parts of it, that like that would pull me in. Um, and so I just needed to, to, to be like the Mandalorian. I, I will watch it because if I don't really need to know star Wars, then it will be easier to watch. But if I have to watch the star Wars movies to understand that I'm just not going to like it how, because I can't get into star Wars. It's been hard. And hearing all of you talk about it doesn't make me want to get into it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that to you guys. But uh, just hopefully it, it's as, you know, eye-catching as the Mandalorian. And, and it should be good, I think. So, um, Rebecca, I'd say I agree with you on the fact that I want a fairly self-contained saga. I, I want... This is a new series. It should be able to stand on its own. Um, we've got to find, and as Gina said, uh, we have to know how he escaped the Sarlacc. I think we'll find that out in the first 10 minutes of the first episode, because that's the question that everybody wants here, needs the answer. Mm-hmm. Or somewhere I in think, the first episode. I think we'll find it out, but I don't know about the first episode. But yeah. well, I think it'll be the, I think it's got to be the first episode. And see, my response is Sarlacc. The pit with the big teeth he fell into when he fell off of Boba Fett's ship in Return of the Jedi. Like, no, no. Okay. <laughs> like, no. Like, I okay. really like Starlight. Oh. It's like a kind of dessert that would have, like, some sort of chocolate on top that I would be here. Oh, some yeah. coconut. What? Yeah. Loki? Thor? What? Huh? Asgard? Oh, really what? good martini. Now you know how I've been feeling the whole time we've But you know what's Marvel. so much easier? Is there's not 16 mm. movies and... All these different TV shows. Wait a second. There's, 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 very there's, careful there's, wait a second. I'm talking MCU only. If you want to go, there's watch, not 16 movies. How many Marvel movies are there? There's I mean, a lot really. of Marvel movies. Two, but 22. If you, but yeah, there's only MCU 11 only. Star Wars movies. I was gonna say there's only like eight or ten Star Wars movies. Okay, but how many seasons of all of those other shows are That's there? Fair. But I don't. They're all need... car- they're all cartoons. Okay. I, quite honestly, you do not need to watch bad, the bad agents. Sucks. Agents I'm of sorry. Shield. They you've all got bad. The Deadpool on Netflix. I mean, you've got all this other crap that Marvel put out. MCU. MCU. Deadpool is. <laughs> I think it, personally, both galaxies or universes, universe I between Star Wars and Universe <laughs> Frick. You know what I'm trying to say. On they're a both side equally note, complicated. Kate needs to stop the tequila. They're, they're both <laughs> equally complicated. It, yeah, and, but Rebecca, I'm with you on this. It is really hard to get into 
or me and understand. And you're talking to a girl who is watching her way through the Marvel universe. And I am trying, like I'm working my way. Cause also I struggled to, to follow the planets and the, the civilizations that is hard for me, but it's also decently hard for me with the Marvel universe too. But Star Wars is just hard to get into. I'm trying. I really am trying. My thing with it is like, didn't the first six you have to watch backwards? Or like depends on who you talk to. Okay. Cause like my holy my my only issue with it is like Star Wars MCU is like a my generation thing. I know that Iron original Iron Man came out like early 2000s but it was still like a my i was able to start watching it when it came out and like keep going star wars was what 70s 80s maybe yeah i don't know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh my gosh for me to to try to and everything that's come from that since then it's overwhelming harry potter is overwhelming star trek is overwhelming like lord of the rings all of them overwhelming to think about how i have to watch 30 to 40 years actually now 50 years of of stuff to to go through and get through whereas you guys have been around longer than i have could have watched mcu from the beginning that it started and at this point understand and, and, and get everything for well, me to go and, back is, is a lot of work. Yeah, and 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 that's a good comment though because like I remember sitting in the movie theater. You know, you're you're not actually that much older than my daughter. My daughter is eighteen. You know, so you're the same generation. Um, and I remember sitting in the theater with her during Endgame and like watching her watch them watch that movie and thinking to myself, "This is her Star Wars and Indiana Jones." That for for me, I was. 7, 10, and 13 when the original three Star Wars movies came out, right? So I was the exact right age for Star Wars. So, you know, and I'll I'll admit, there's not... There's a lot of it that's not good. (laughs) Post post the original three movies, there's there's a lot of Star Wars that isn't that great. Um, But, yeah, it's... So I understand that it's harder to get into, but there's there's quality there, too, so... So, Pete... Mm -hmm. So... So Star Wars to you, Pete, and Marvel to you, Rebecca, is Harry Potter to me. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up the same age as Harry. When I was 11, the first book came out. Like, I grew up the same age as Harry. Even though, sorry, hashtag not Disney Plus. But so I can understand both sides. Anyway, there we are. But anyway, back to what I'd like to see out of the series. Um, <laughs> I really want to see something that we, I don't have to watch Mandalorian. I don't have to watch Clone Wars or Bad Batch or anything. I want something that don't have him still wanting to get revenge on Han or don't have revenge on the Empire or whatever. Make this completely by itself. Um, and make sure there's a plot reason for me to watch the shows. Make sure the plot actually moves because sometimes you can get so bogged down in the story that nothing really happens. Um, I know. So uh, Gina says she's really excited and that she needs to know how Boba Fett escaped the Sarlacc. Uh, Vicky says that being set in Tatooine makes them retheme Galaxy's Edge to Tatooine and she would be for it. Not going to argue with that. Um, 
That would have made so much more sense. <laughs> oh, so much more sense. It's this random planet, not the one that Luke and Rhea are for are Ray are from. Really? <laughs> like we right. don't want to tie it down to one place. Literally all the movies come come to Tatooine eventually. Tatooine, Just yeah. Make it there. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Ryan says, if it's anything like The Mandalorian, it's going to be great. Um, Dan says, so Boba Fett was a character with very little backstory, so I'm excited to see what happens. That's true. He's kind of a bit player in two movies that people have wanted a background on. So, um, and the Sarlacc dessert is a great pitch for Galaxy's Edge. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I like it. Gina says there's nine movies that are good. I need I need to I need to I need, verify I need that know, with Gina. I need after to know this. names. Yeah, I you know there's not nine movies that are good. There are 22 says, good MCU movies. I strongly disagree. Um, Vicky says Rogue One's her favorite. I I, I like Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One is uh, and that it is what Revenge of the Sith should have been. Yes and no. If we got the Darth, how he became truly Darth Vader in the one before it. So, okay, so next week will be Book of Boba Fett. Um, Guys, it is the end of a calendar year. What are your Disney Plus resolutions? What do you want to make sure you watch? And guys, I'm going to start. For me, I haven't seen any of The Mandalorian. I have seen zero Mandalorian episodes. That is my what I want to get watched this year for Disney plus is I need to get caught up on the Mandalorian before season three comes out. Okay. Um, so I have literally, if you've seen me looking down, it's because I've been searching Disney plus to try to figure out what the heck it was that Pete said about the zoo thing. <laughs> Pete, what Secrets was of the zoo. Secrets, Secrets of, of the, the zoo. zoo. Like, Derek messaged me. I was like, Kate, look up. And I was like, I'm trying to remember what Pete said. (laughs) Um, Because I was trying to look up Secrets of the Zoo. I have heard Pete talk about this more than once. Y'all know I love a good documentary. So I want to do that. I also, and I know we are going to be talking about this. I'm really excited to watch Encanto. I'm really pumped to watch that. So Pete, what about you? I, I will say I've seen Encanto and I'm looking forward to talking about it. And that's all I will say out of that. Okay. Um, I, I've been talking about, I've never watched Clone Wars and I've been slowly making my way through it. And uh, I've pretty much seen every other Star Wars thing there is except for Clone Wars. So um, I am, uh, I'm hoping in the new year to get through that. And I'm really looking forward to, um, more shows with with my tuners and and especially i love i love watching vault shows with you guys so we gotta we gotta we gotta try to yeah we gotta try to do like one a month or something like that we gotta yeah we gotta we gotta do a few more of those and that and that is the goal we'll do one uh, ish a month i know january is going to be super busy we'll do one a month and and every vault show We'll have like, trivia with it. Yeah, like 10 a year, so, 10 a year type yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So, okay. Rebecca? Um, I don't want to put it out there because I have a Star Wars resolution, but I'm not going to say what it is because if I don't meet it, I don't want to feel like bad about <laughs> that. This is a safe place. You're on the platoon. <laughs> we are so judgment here. Look, I 
I want to understand Star Wars and really love Star Wars or not love. He's an MCU guy, but like understand Star Wars and lots of Clone Wars and everything. So like if watching the first like six is a resolution that I'll watch the first six. Um, the other thing that I really, really, really want to watch is Eternals. Um, and mm. Harry Styles is in it. So I'm looking forward to that one, but mostly because of, of everything else. And, um, to, that will be coming mid-January. Movie. That'll be coming mid-January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so that and should be easy. <laughs> we're going to bring our producer in. We're going to bring Hi. Gina in. Hey, Hi guys. Gina, what's your Hi. Disney Plus resolution? So I really enjoy those National Geographics and the Gordon Ramsay. I was watching the, some of the Gordon Ramsay. We started it and it kind of just fell away. So it's those Gordon Ramsay. I forget what he does, but he goes through all the countries and tries the food and learns how to do the things. So it's those Gordon Ramsay on National Geographic. Okay. This is good. Guys, it has been a great 2021 with you guys and i cannot wait until 2022 but to end 2021 december 31st at 3 p.m eastern we will be broadcasting the toonies our award show chosen by you to know what was the best and the worst of what we reviewed on disney plus in 2021 um it will be a taped show so if you're busy on new year's eve Watch us whenever. I will say, for those of you who remember pop-up video, I will be on during the actual broadcast providing some some behind nice. the stats and such. So I want to play too. Oh, sure. Come on. Anyone who can come. But definitely we'll see everyone on uh, December 31st at 3 o'clock Eastern. It will also be available the 31st on... Uh, the podcast, um, Apple, Amazon, we are on Audible, we're on Spotify, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. If you have suggestions for vault shows, because it's Kate's decision next, and then yeah. we're still looking for ideas, it can't all be Boba Fett for the next two weeks. Two months, we hope. How many episodes um, are there of this? I don't even know. I think I've seen eight, I believe. Okay. Used to be ten. So, um, <laughs> but, but, but Rebecca's that, just the opposite. She's like, eight. I know. It needs more. Yeah. yeah. But I only get six about <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> so, if you have suggestions of what we should watch, email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. If you, we use your suggestions, you'll be on the show with us. So, that being said, guys, I hope everyone peak seven. I just looked it up. There oh, were seven, seven episodes. Okay, <laughs> and it being Mar- in, not, in not being Marvel, there's actually only one that comes out tomorrow. So, yes. Um, that being said, guys, I hope everyone has an amazing new year. Stay safe, stay magical, and we will see you guys on the flip side. Good night, everyone. Happy awesome. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs>watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple podcast and leave those five star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also go to youtube and like and subscribe to the plus platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live 
If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.